Salut and good morning. Uh, you are listening to It's Called The Music Business, the podcast by yours truly, Bobby Drake, where in under 10 minutes we go over a, a cherry picked part of a book on the music business. Uh, I am a music producer, Bobby Drake, InkBeats.com, and I definitely want you to go there, check it out, sign up. Uh, get on the list to get a free beat every Tuesday at 9 a.m. But the reason for this podcast is because we are creatives and we need to know the business of our creativity uh, just a little better. Um, I know I can speak for myself. I won't speak for you. But there have been times where I've blown an opportunity or a, or a relationship or the possibility of a relationship just for being unreasonable and not really knowing what it is that can happen and can't happen uh, in terms of what you can get for your music. So... This book that we're reading is This Business of Songwriting, Revised Second Edition by Jason Bloom, printed in 2013. As always, please, um, I'm reading semi-verbatim, so it's pretty much the same. I'll skip, sometimes I skip a part, because um, it's just, it gets maybe a little wordy, or maybe, um, you know, the things in parentheses we don't always need. Uh, um, but you definitely want to recheck the numbers, Google. It was printed in 2013. Lots happened in the business since then. And also consult an entertainment attorney or an IP attorney uh, regarding anything creative that you're doing um, before signing anything, please. Hiring a producer. When a performing songwriter decides to make a recording, one of the first and most important decisions to be made is whether to self-produce or to hire a producer. A producer's job includes both creative and administrative responsibilities. He or she is ultimately responsible for every aspect of the finished recorded product. Before recording begins, a producer reviews the songs being considered and, along with the artist, contributes to the decision of which ones are the strongest and should therefore be recorded. He or she might offer suggestions for rewriting instrumentation, deciding which instruments will be used, and arrangements, how they'll be structured. The producer might also suggest recording one or more outside songs, songs written by someone else outside the project, a writer other than the artist or producer. Sonic quality. The sound of the recording also falls under the producer's domain. His or her choices of recording a studio, recording engineer, microphones, use of effects to alter the sound of the recording, and mixing and mastering engineers will all contribute enormously to the overall sound of the recording. Of course, many of these decisions will be influenced by the recording budget. If an artist is not self-contained, either playing all the instruments him or herself or part of a band, the producer hires musicians and background vocalists if necessary and is responsible for completing paperwork such as union contracts and issuing payments. During the, rec during the recording process, one of the producer's most important jobs is to capture the best vocal and instrumental performances. It's crucial that the producer and artist share a creative vision for the project and ideally the producer will create a finished product that reflects this. For many, many artists, it's difficult if not impossible, to maintain objectivity regarding their song and vocal performances. A producer provides a trusted set of ears to help the artist bring forth the music he or she hopes to create. Typically, a producer is paid in advance as well as a percentage of the price of singles and albums after they've been sold. This percentage is typically referred to as points. The amounts are negotiable and vary greatly in different genres of music. For a major label recording deal, an artist can expect to pay a record producer at least $4,000 per song, in addition to a percentage of royalties. 
For independent and self-produced recording deals, producers' advances are typically much lower. The producer's percentage and what amount and what that amount is based on, for instance, a percentage of retail selling price or wholesale selling price, is determined by the producer's level of clout. It typically ranges from 3 to 5%. Top producers with track records of hits command payments of $50,000 or more per song and considerably higher royalty percentages than those without the string of current hits. The producer's fee is paid out of the recording fund, the amount allocated by a record label for the cost of producing an album or single. The recording fund also includes the amount provided to cover all recording costs as well as money for the artist to live off of during the production of the recording. This money, as well as most costs incurred by the record label to advertise and promote the product, is recoupable by the record label from the artist's royalties and licensing fees. Recording budgets range from 10000 at small to $1 million or more for an established superstar signed to a major. The ideal way to find a producer whom you feel would bring out the best of your artistry is to listen to a variety of albums and styles of music similar to your own. Evaluate the sonic quality, the song selection, the emotion evoked by the vocals, the instrumentation, and other, fi- and other factors that are important to you. It may not be as difficult to locate and contact producers as you may think. Many producers are also songwriters. If this is the case, you can contact them by sending a letter, fax, or email to their publisher, and it's easy to figure out which publisher or writer is signed to by studying the credits Pardon me. By studying the credits on an album that includes one of their songs. While some producers with multi-platinum album credits may not be willing to work with unsigned or developing artists and may be out of your price range, others may be looking for the next big thing. Also, bear in mind that many producers get their starts as recording engineers or songwriters. You may be able to find an up-and-coming producer by listening to projects they have recorded. So, we're important. Is what I take from that, right? As producers, a lot of the roles uh, have changed, and depending on the genre of music, it definitely, definitely changes. And hip hop specifically, I can make a thousand different beats and tracks, and then send them out to people, and then not hear that record again until its final version uh, with an artist that I've never met. Right? That's the possibility of this particular genre and the way things get done i can't speak to the inner workings of many other genres i don't know them but it's very 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 different depending on your genre and you just need to be really really particular about what level you're at the higher you are and the higher you get in terms of the level of artists you're dealing with in their career um the more like this definition being a producer becomes um but the lower i guess the more in the middle or beginning stages of, uh, of the journey of working with a producer really looks like um, kind of open collaborations and pitching songs back and forth to each other and coming up with a lick and then figuring that out and then, you know, going from there. So you put the song together and then you go from there. So with that much said, my name is Bobby Drake, music producer. Thank you for listening to It's Called The Music Business. Be sure you check out BobbyDrakeInkBeats.com and sign up for your free weekly beat every Tuesday at 9 a.m. I will talk to you guys tomorrow.